And you're sure I said precarious? Yeah, I was confident. Precarious. 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 <laughs> precarious. Precar 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 precarious, precarious. A pre precarious position. Precarious. A precarious position. Precarious, not precarious. There's no precarious. R. Precarious. precarious. There is an R, but not precarious. Per precarious. 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 What's up, everybody? Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the Aim a Little Higher podcast. With myself, I'm Kamal. I'm joined today by the other two hosts of this show. Uh, introduce yourself, people. It was actually not the child, but that timing was absolutely wonderful. There was even a pause in the music. It's half term, so you might hear um, our, our offspring in the background. It happens. It happens. It's summer. Um, but yeah, I'm joined you today. You purposely taken a crisp upstairs to just eat loudly in here. Yes. Yeah, I think, we, I think we all know the answer to that. Um, Eliza. And Storm. What's up, Eliza and Storm? How are you keeping... Well, thank you. Perfect, perfect. You know, it's one of those questions, isn't it? Do we want to know? Or is it like a, how are you keeping? Fine, and we keep it moving. What is, what's acceptable? How far can you go with the answer? Like, if you ask me that and I tell you, oh, do you know what? And go into a story. Acceptable? Unacceptable? Depends firstly who you are, where I've asked you. Because, like, if I'm walking down the street and I'm like, how are you? Yeah, fine. Like, I do mean... Just tell me you're fine. <laughs> or, like, let me, like, hear your good news. Like, oh, I'm going on holiday or whatever. Like, great. Yeah, give me something If you're like, oh, actually, I'm rude. And I'm like, oh, I don't have time for you, so. Fair, fair. What do you mean Agreed. when you ask that question? You, you're the same? Yeah, most often than not, I'll just be like, yeah, good, well, just keep it moving. Fair enough, fair enough. Well, welcome back to the Aim High Podcast. It is, of course, the summer holidays for those of you in the education process i was gonna say in the education sector but i know teachers and staff still be working in the summer um and if you're not then you're in the real world where you don't get a big long six week gap and you're still working so what's up everybody um today's one of those episodes where we just we just read your questions and we give you the best answer we possibly can um i know eliza's particularly excited because we've got a wonderful football question in today um so we'll start with that i think let's start where eliza would like to end eliza um the question is, who do you think will place high next season, Aston Villa or Chelsea? Um, who do I want to or who not? I don't like Chelsea, so Fair. I'd hope for Aston Villa, but I know nothing about the Football League or anything like that. Beautiful. But we've... any Chelsea supporters, change your mind. Fair. Well, we've got it on recording. That's your prediction. Aston Villa or Chelsea? I'm going to say Chelsea. Like? Oh. Based on absolutely nothing. Okay. Fair enough, fair enough. I'm going to unfortunately say Chelsea and I'm gutted about it because I really like Aston Villa and I hope Aston Villa do it. I just think Chelsea have got potched back and they're going to start acting like a proper football team now, which is a shame because it's been so fun watching them fail. Again, you may hear crawling and all sorts of madness in the background. It's half term. There's not much more I can say about it. So straight up to the questions. Um, the first one was Larry. It's not even. A, Hello, my friend. I remember us talking about bagel. Question one. What's your favourite type of bagel? Bagel. Oh, oh, I'm going to go really boring. Um, I love a bagel with butter. Simples. Don't ruin it. Don't mess around with it. Salted as well. There's nothing like a fresh bagel out of toast to put some salted butter on that bad boy. Leave it for about 28 seconds. Let the butter melt slightly and then you're set. That's you. That of a cup of tea. 
set. I like a cinnamon and raisin bagel. Mm. Fair. So Fair. good. Um, and then if I'm going like full on bagel, I, I used to really like cream cheese and smoked salmon bagels. Oh gosh. But um, not allowed them anymore. But that would have been it back in the day. Fair store. Well, I've only ever had bagels at your guys' house. Whoa, 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 sorry. Uh, no, we've been through this before. We've had this exact conversation <laughs> before. Conversation. Yeah, I don't I don't eat bagels you've outside never, like, of your house. You've never gone to the bagel shop in London? N- no. Oh. There's a bagel shop in London. Brick Lane. Like, yeah, Brick Lane no. bagel shop. And they do like rainbow bagels. Brick Lane bagels are the, the business. Now, if we're going Brick Lane, it would have had to be a cheese bagel back when I could eat cheese. Cheese and tomatoes. See, that sounds... Bang. No, Win. you had me and so you said tomatoes. You wouldn't put cheese and tomatoes together? Let it melt together? I, d- I only like tomatoes and salads. So you... You don't like sun-dried tomatoes? No. Oh, okay. You have to go to Brick Lane Bagel Shop, though. I feel like we need to do a podcast just on my eating habits, because yeah, every cause time... Yeah, really disappointed. Just every, every time, time. <laughs> you just jab me with some new news that makes me go, why? like bananas. No, but I have been eating a lot of them recently. You don't like bananas being eaten? No, because they're good for you. So I really like... See, women do this. Like, generally, like, I used to hate avocados and didn't use to like nuts, but when they're good for you, like, force yourself to eat them. Mm. Whereas, like, men have a tendency to just, oh, I know they're good for you, but I just don't like them and, like, can't be bothered to change at all. Nuts are terrible. They smell terrible. They have a terrible aura. They leave a terrible aftertaste. That's just incorrect, to be honest. Horrible. Incorrect. Never met a nut I liked. (laughs) <laughs> you haven't tried all the nuts though either in the world I haven't but the ones I've tried have let the whole side down I don't think it gets any better <laughs> you don't like hazelnuts? definitely not <sighs> love I hazelnuts. just love every type of nut now disgusting walnuts gross the, the, the little what's the, the really small thin ones that have a strong stench almonds almonds terrible Pe- pecans are they one? pistachios terrible I don't I, yeah like pistachios would be the ones that I would get rid of they're all terrible but I like the rest of them all terrible uh, what did you think of St Peter's High School when you visited loved it I mean me and St Peter's go way back St Peter's was actually way, way, way the guy who does our tech our techie side Mr David we met at St Peter's High School he was a student in a session he did followed up program. Did, did my student brand six week program that's it Learn about how to reach out to employers and make himself uh, stand out and then just use that lesson on us. And there you go. He's worked with us ever since. So big up St. Peter's. Uh, if you could visit... Oh, sorry, I should have said that's from Naisha. I don't want to say your surname. So we'll go Naisha, I believe. I hope I said that correctly. Uh, the next one's from Sienna. If you could visit your younger self, what would you tell them? Storm. Give me time to think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How much younger are we going? What's a fair age? Let's go 13. Because that's year 13. 8, year 9. Oh, are we waiting on me? Yeah. I'm, th- I'm thinking. 13 year old. Is that 13 year old self? I think mine probably would have been something to do with what I looked like. I think it would have been like, okay. don't worry. Mm. Like all of these worries in your head are only imaginary worries and they're not real in real life and your body is not fully developed yet. So just give yourself a second. Mm. I think I probably would have had something along those lines. Fair. Get rid of that pressure. Yeah. I like it. I think mine would have been to 
take one of your talents and go with it. Because I did a lot of little things. Like I did mm. dance, I did art, and I did drama. And I'm good at them, but I never like fully. You're so good at art. Yeah, I was very exhibit, impressed. Ex- exhibit A. Like, drawing I was awesome. Insane. Thank you, thank you. But yeah, I've never actually like fully invested anything right. into them. So it would probably be to like choose something and invest into it and see what happens. Because I could be out here painting pictures. I think you could be out here painting pictures though. Anyway. Genuinely, it is actually really impressive. It just takes so long. And I was like, so you got to see long. this thing storm drew. I was like, oh yeah, it'll be okay. And so it was like, Oh snap! Oh no, she can actually draw. Literally, and there's people selling like paintings that are way, way worse. Fair play, I like that advice. Um, mine, probably along the same, the same lines. I would have told myself at thirteen, look, you're gonna continue to have like loads of these little ideas and do these little business projects. Um, when you get bored, keep doing it, and just have the humility to get a partner. Mm. give it over to the partner let them run it and you just be in the background doing your next project whereas yeah. I just had this habit of having something really cool stopping it starting something new so you never get to see what it could have been because you've jumped onto the next thing already yeah and if I just stopped and was like hey let's join forces you take over I'll be here oh oh, oh. <laughs> I'd have a business portfolio right now with multiple businesses but yeah no pressure little 13 year old but that's what I want from you <laughs> I like it. Uh, I was going to go to the next question, but my phone has locked me up for too much screen time. Uh, we're going to ADMCC08. How long can it take to turn potential into results? How long can it take? How long can it take? It can take a lifetime for some people. Yeah, some people will never do it. <laughs> oh, sorry, it's bad news over here. <laughs> I think it just depends on how, how invested you are into getting the results and like what the journey is to get to that point. Because for some people... The results they're looking for will take a couple months, maybe a couple weeks. And for other people, it will take a couple years, maybe 10 years. So I think it really just depends on what the goal is, where you start from and how long you're willing to work on it until you get to that point. 100%. Um, I guess the way you could approach it is to do the big, have the big, shiny, amazing goal that's in the future. That is like the ultimate sign of you turning potential results. But then work backwards and go, all right, I'm not going to do that tomorrow or in the next month or in the next three months. And if you have a goal that you'll achieve in the next three months, maybe it's not big enough. Um, but then you break it down and go, okay, what's the first step? And start seeing all those little steps in the right direction as results. Um, you want to be as good as drawing at Storm. All right, well, you're going to have to start with learning how to draw some basic stuff. Draw the basic thing and go, hey, there's a result. I've drawn this basic thing better than I did previously. And then go and progress it from there. And I think if we all... What are you doing over there? It sounds like someone's ripping paper on a microphone. You'd think she has her own mic. She doesn't. She's in the corner, I think, just further destroying my movie posters. Yeah. She's going underneath this sofa. Perfect. Appreciate it. Um, so, yeah. To answer your question, it can take forever. Mm-hmm. Depending on what it is, you can set the ultimate result and then start to make sure you appreciate yourself for all the little results you get along the way. Um, miss out on that and you just lose all hope because it's taken so long as someone who's on a mission to look like the rock let me tell you <sighs> it can be disheartening it can be disheartening uh did didn't 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 two two eight do you see yourself doing what you're doing in the future and if not what will you do next 
Some can't this one, I'm afraid, because uh, she currently works on. <laughs> so no. As per you know, my contract, yeah. I... <laughs> this is my future. <laughs> no, I do see myself working in the company, maybe a different role, maybe okay. doing something different, but still here, kind of working towards the same goals and results within the company, but mm. probably m- more of like team management which I've already like spoke to you guys about which is what I want to do so yeah same company same goals maybe a different position but for now we're all good don't worry I'm not quitting this is not this is not a quiet <laughs> quitting episode where I'm like yeah I think I'm gonna get into um investment sorry guys why why the shift why over to management and why does that feel like the next step? Because I feel like I've done, I've touched different areas yeah. so far, like for little bits in different areas. And I think it's just where the skills that I had and the skills I've developed would make the most sense. Fair. And where I'd feel like I'm, I have the most push and it will challenge me the most because I'll be working with different people and I have different mm. expectations and goals to hit and stuff like that. Um, and I just feel like that is the right direction to go into. Because I could stay where like, I'm comfortable now. Yeah. But I think if I want a challenge, that would be the way to go. Cool. And I feel like managing people is hard for anybody. So it'll be really interesting to see what that <laughs> what that's like. No, it's really easy, I, honestly. Mm, for Eliza. That thing on my head, management, is so easy. Yeah, no, it's so tough because people, people are all very different person to person you think oh figure people out then you meet a new one you're like oh yeah oh what yeah you probably won't struggle with it but i had the assumption that everyone thinks like me and that's the most difficult thing to try and manage because no one thinks like you Mm. (laughs) you're a unicorn with your thoughts like nobody thinks like you but when you try and manage like that it does not go well yeah i like it how about you Liza? um yeah i think i see myself here I think oh gosh okay um I think doing more than currently doing Mm. right now um and I think that just comes with like us being more busy I think essentially we'll do more um I think with a small business generally you do like little bits of everything as well which suit me quite nicely because I get bored in one place doing one thing all the time so I think like that ability will, I mean this like this in the future will give me the ability to move around and do mm. loads of different things, so I don't get bored. Fair play, fair play. Um, l- do I still? Yes and no. Uh, so yeah, I think I'll still like oversee the company and like the vision of where I want it to go in that sense. But actually practically day-to-day traveling around the country working in schools directly with young people I don't think I'll be doing that in the far distant future for me the second I walk in and it feels like I'm your dad (laughs) or your uncle as opposed to like an older brother I think that's when I'm done I think I love that USP that we have and if I if I lose that ability then I need to move on to the next role um, which will probably be more really doing the corporate side and doing those sorts of programs and development and speaking in that area. Um, so yeah, uh, probably a little bit of producing as well. I'm interested in. sort of with um, TV and documentaries and that kind of style thing. I think it's quite fascinating. So yeah, who knows? One thing I do want to do like as a side hustle is do the whole like property 
thing, you know, when you mm-hmm. kind of buy a property and like renovate it and then do the Airbnb thing. But that's like my side hustle. Nice. So if I was going to say like something different to what yeah. I'm doing now, it would be like that's that side of things. I think that'll be really cool. It's like a summer project every year or something like that. Nice. Nice. Uh, uh. Is your side hustle? Uh, yeah, I'd manage all you bloody CEOs. <laughs> like, honestly, the amount of CEOs that I talk to that they, they don't have time, yeah. number one, and they don't particularly like doing anything that's not going to get them money or learn new, something new, which is fine, that's why they're a CEO, but like, generally it means their staff aren't happy, the clients aren't overly happy, because although they do a great job, they don't actually know when they're going to see you next and they're going to be looked after. They don't get responses straight away. Um, and there's no like clear process or plan. So I think like that would be my side hustle to be like, oh, okay, cool. Let's go away and do that. And let's actually figure out a pro a process Fair. for doing that. I like it. I like it. Uh, side hustle, completely different. Stand up comedy. Learn this is down comedy. That would be quite fun. Random, a bit different. I guess it's it's different enough because people expect you to be funny, and there's no subject, there's no brief. It's like, go. Yeah. That'd be pretty cool. Um, and then hopefully we do the Aim at High Foundation. Um, start investing in young people's businesses. That'd be wicked. Good question, Dylan. Uh, Caden says, "What results have you achieved for other brands in the past?" can't say I understand the question. I'm not sure exactly what, what you mean. So I'm going to assume you mean which brands have we worked with and helped out in our time. Um, in which case, we've done work with Compare the Market. That was cool. We did um, uh, sort of staff, staff day, staff training. That was really fun. Um, we've worked with HSBC and their lift-off program, Early Careers. That was awesome. Uh, we've done... MBDA, yeah, with their early careers induction. RSA had us do a whole um, spoken word project for them where we took their message, put it into a spoken word piece, and they put it out across um, their company nationally, and that was really fun. So, yeah, I mean, we've done a lot of work with different corporate companies, but mainly the reason they bring us in is to, A, help with recruitment and that process of getting young people into the world of work and in a way where they're ready to perform. Uh, two would be creative services so spoken word making their message sound more appealing to young people and producing it in a way where people are interested to listen Uh, and three would be actual once people are in the company already training them helping with those that soft skill development helping them get clear on well you're here where do you want to be how can you contribute further to the company and generally speaking that's that's when we get a call from from brands yeah, and just to save any confusion, we are not a recruiter. So it's more like talent pipeline planning than we're going to go out and find you these people. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's not what we do. <laughs> no. It's more um, year 12s, year 13s, graduates planning for them to join your pipeline or go into the sector that's necessary, basically. Yeah, spawn. But I think that's what you mean by your question. Um I'm assuming you don't mean like brands like Nike and Adidas and like sponsorship deals because I'm still waiting on the call to be roasted as a Nike athlete. <laughs> I don't know what I have an to athlete. do. Yeah, like an athlete. Wow. An athlete You're contract. so far away from an athlete. It's actually insane. Wow, you don't know whoa, what whoa. you have to do. To be an athlete? You have to be like, what, 7% body fat and like. 7? 
I'm guessing so, yeah. That, that would be what a male athlete is, yeah, if not less. Nah, hold on, hold on. I'm pretty sure an athlete... Yeah, just yeah, I'm but, pretty sure it's like seven percent for them. I don't. I just mean like an athlete, an athlete contract where I've got like a a gym wear kind of yeah, line. I'm, yeah, I'm my own trainers. Body fat percentage. So don't just give out athlete contract. You could be a model maybe, but not an athlete contract. Okay, essential. Yeah, two five percent. Now, now, can I say okay. this six is according to, 13. to six thirteen percent? This is according to the American Council of Exercise, and we're not in America, well, so. Than the UK, so. <laughs> <laughs> so Okay, all right. <clears throat> oh. No, athletes, 6 oh, to dear. 13%. Okay. Apparently, you're obese if you're 25% or more. Except all day in 24. That's what you are, isn't it? What, obese? Yeah, 25%. Oh, thanks, babes. You um, are 25% though. Look, we've used a certain measurement machine recently, okay? And it said I was 25% body fat. So just saying, now. you're way away from athletes. Now, <laughs> I'd like to point out that these machines, can you trust them? I used to trust it when it was nicer. Uh, obesity is 25% and over, so that's scary. Acceptable, 18 to 24 This is only for men, by the way. Yeah, this is men. I... women are higher. Uh, fitness, 14 to 17%. Athletes, 6 to 13%. That's close. Essential fat, 2 to 5%. Meaning you're on the verge of death, essentially. Yeah, for women, wow. it's, like, it's higher than that because we've obviously got like breasts and stuff yeah this is men's health magazine i'm on oh, so oh that's not gonna tell it's gonna be a little bit biased damn obese you know obese do i look obese to you storm i feel like that's a very strong word to thank use. you thank you obese well i'm stating facts out here so wow i don't know who makes these up see this one says acceptable is 24 percent. i know but this is acceptable it's not an athlete is it athletes not acceptable athletes like wow Freaks of nature. That's a bit extreme. Wow. <laughs> Took that far. Um, yeah, so for women, essential fat is actually 10 to 13. Athletes is oh, 14 wow. to 20. Fitness, 21 to 24. Acceptable, 25 to 31. So you'd be acceptable in women. Um, obese, 32%. So, wow, I'd be a percentage away from fitness if I was a woman. I know. I think I'm in the fitness category. I used to be in the uh, essential fat category, but I... I uh, looked horrific, so... <laughs> it's a dangerous time. <laughs> Don't do that. Fair play. Uh, final question is from RyanFX. Hey, love the content. It really helps me out. Have you got any advice on being a confident speaker? I have a presentation for school, which I have ready. Confident speaker. All right. I think to do a short version of this, because we literally do this as a a full-on workshop that could be two hours long so short version confidence comes from preparation to this day if i prepare for something i am more confident if i just rock up in and do it off the top of the head that's just factual if you know what you're going to cover you know the points you want to make you know how you want it to land you're going to feel more confident so number one preparation uh number two i say creating the flow what i mean by that is i know when i do a Speech, I know the flow, i.e., all right, I'm going to do an introduction. It's going to be getting to know each other. It's going to be friendly. It's going to be lighthearted, but the boom, then it's going to get serious. Then when you create a bit of a flow, you know where you're going. You give yourself pockets of space to think, pockets of space to reflect, pockets of space to remind yourself where you're at. Uh, and that's how I like to measure them out. So you've got preparation, you've got flow. And then the third one's probably just subject matter. 
if I turn up to a, a speech, we did HSBC last week, right? If I turn up to HSBC and he turned around and said, oh, by the way, change of plan. We want you to speak on the future of index funds in the UK. <laughs> Confidence out the window gone. I will be stood behind that lectern, literally shaking whilst Googling on my phone uh, un under the table. You have to make sure you're comfortable in the subject you're going to go and speak about. And I think a mixture of those three things, you'll be good. Um, how do you, any advice for being a confident speaker? Um, breathe. Mm. Like normally the reason that people shake or they trip over their words is because they're trying to get as much out in a short space of time. And it's fine because it means you can leave the stage quicker, but it comes across as like ultra nervous and you're more likely to lose yourself. Um, so just just breathe and actually people don't mind silence so much if they're if they think you're confident they can sit in it quite nicely mm -hmm. so um yeah breathe and then number two would be um what was i saying before oh no one knows what you're gonna say mm. so like if you've messed it up or you've said something wrong don't freak out and go oh let me go back <laughs> just just carry on with that point, end it, and then go on to the point that you meant to say because no one has any idea what you're talking about. Nobody and can I just say, knows. I did go to uni and I don't know half the stuff I said in those presentations. Mm. And I don't even know whether some of it was actually correct. <laughs> but I managed to score pretty high because people are less likely to ch fact check you. They're less likely to check over your presentation and google things when you're confident they're just going to automatically believe what you said is true and it's impossible for every lecturer to know every fact that's out there in every study that's ever existed so like just just be confident in what you know obviously don't lie but no one is no one is knows enough to know exactly what you're saying is right or wrong and no one has done your presentation but you so yeah just be confident in what you're saying go along with it and if anyone is watching you or you're worried about criticizing you it doesn't really matter because they don't know what you're going to say anyway yeah i think that's a great point deliver like you know what you're talking about yeah it's not a conversation it's not a debate it's you delivering so deliver with confidence like you're chatting straight facts yeah i think presenting is one of those things where people like your presentation when they feel comfortable and the only way people feel comfortable is when you're confident 100 percent um yeah I agree. <laughs> <laughs> I second that. I agree. Smile as well. Smile. My God, I can't stand it when people present and they're just sort of dead in the face. Yeah. Like, it's so boring, number one. And secondly, it like, it's, it's quite off-putting. Mm. So it's like, oh, I don't know how I felt about that. So you could have been saying like really, really nice things and really amazing things. But if you're deadpan... It's like, I took nothing away from that. I was just worried you were going to kill me. So like, <laughs> smile, smile with your eyes and um, it'll make you sound better as well. It'll make like your tone and the flow that Kamal was talking about a little bit easier when you smile. So, yeah. yeah. I'd also say to like scan your crowd. Like don't, try not to look in one direction just so everyone feels like they're in the presentation with you. But if you struggle with like, that throwing you off, find like one safe face in each point of the room and just, switch between them yeah Storm's going into the uh the deeper stuff now taking it next level like <laughs> well it. you guys threw me into the presenting like thing so i might as well help out i like it yeah no that's a massive one safe spots is so good especially when you feel like the room you're losing like uh, i don't know because people will listen to you and appreciate what you're saying but everyone reacts differently so like eliza seeing you speak i think uh, you're probably more of a nodder i guess yeah i nod and smile 
Mm. And I do that, like, when people used to do presentations at uni, I used to purposefully do that, so they felt like what they were saying was right. Yeah, Because it's just, like, it makes them psychologically think that they're doing better. It's like when people clap before you go on stage, generally, like, it's a bit of a motivation to do a good job. Yeah, I always feel like I'm cheating when I do that, but, yeah, I get you. You're clapping for me. I haven't done anything. Uh, we're a storm in the audience. I, I, I prefer to have lives in the audience. Storm, I can't really read her face. Poker face, what can I say? No, I do the nodding. (laughs) Fair, you're a nodder. Like, if someone's talking at me, or, like, I'm watching a presentation, then I'll do the nod. It's just because you want to, like, give them a little bit of comfort. (laughs) Fair. Yeah, I'm an interactive gamer. I'm in. I'm like, what do you need from me? Clap. I'll clap. (laughs) (laughs) Any volunteers? Yep, I'm here. I'm I'm here for you. I'm (laughs) I'm in. If you can't do it without paper as well, I always find that, like, when people hold paper, it's like a gate between me and them mm. and it makes it more obvious that you're nervous because you're blowing the piece of paper so like really brief points on the presentation and just remember the words that you're going to say and generally actually sometimes it makes it better because i feel like when people write things down and then they miss something out or they don't say exactly how it looks there then they're like oh, i'm lost I'm yes lost. yeah if you do need to use paper then use your thumb go to go down the page of each point rather than not using your thumb to measure where you are mm. so you don't get lost. The only time I've used paper in a speech is if I'm hosting um, because there's so many names and different awards that I just don't trust doing that off my heart. Um, I use postcards. So I won't ever go on with paper like a script. I'll cut them out into squares, use postcards. Everyone's used to mm. seeing postcards because of TV. Um, and then that way you have one point on each postcard and you get rid of that postcard and it's gone. You, you, know, you know, never see that postcard again. You can't get lost on it. It's out of your face. I'm just chucking it. I, I have absolutely chucked postcards in the air in the middle of speeches and presentations. In fact, the night I met you, I was hosting an award and at the end we threw our postcards into the air like confetti. You didn't see that. that I, I thought heck. that was the moment that made you think this is, this is my future husband. No, that might have actually made it worse. No, I didn't. I, I, didn't, I, I didn't actually watch you speak. I just got oh. told, oh, this guy's speaking. That's so and then I was like, so rude. I can't really watch. <laughs> oh, 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 so rude. Here's me thinking that I won you over with my magical throw in the air. But no, you did decide to do a spoken word piece though, when you came out. Yes, I did. Open mic night. Yes, please. And I'm going to impress this lady over there. And clearly, hey, hey, five years married. Do you know what I mean? What can I say? What can I say? Should have included that in the advice. Put some poetry into his speech. No, don't, don't, don't. don't, don't. (laughs) Oh, well, thank you very much. Everyone who's tuned in to us once again, and thank you for your questions. Honestly, the goal of this podcast, as we said before, the goal of this podcast is to answer your questions. That's why we're here. We don't want to just disappear and act like we care one day. Send your questions in. So hit us up on Instagrizzle. You can message on the TikTok, but I won't read them. You can comment on something on TikTok and we'll get them. Instagrizzle's gonna catch up. And the TikTok is exactly as it deserves because I think it's just a monster, an absolute monster. Hey, welcome back. Um, as you know, at the end of each podcast, well, you don't know because if you knew, you'd have a no Emil Hire shirt. Uh, we give away a free Emil Hire shirt every week. So to get your free Emil Hire shirt, all you've got to do is drop us a message with the code word. Yeah, and if you are actually going to do it, ever, mm. um, or if you've done it before, I'd probably do it now because we're on summer holidays, so True. <laughs> we're more inclined to actually get things sorted. Get to you way quicker. <laughs> Code word, Instagrizzle. Yes, I like it. Just so we can lay it to bed after Send this. us a message saying Instagrizzle, 
and you'll get we'll a free... take any type of spelling because that, <laughs> that word just doesn't exist <laughs> you'll get a free a little higher shirt thanks for listening thanks for your listening i think i'm tired thanks and it's a wrap listening. because kamal is starting to flounder thank you thank you <laughs> <laughs> oh.